This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. It's Thursday the 1st of August 2019. Today's show we discuss the appointment of Simon Grayson as the new Blackpool manager. The raft of new signings that have come through the door. We'll catch up on all the other news and we've got our thoughts and how we're going to fare on the forthcoming 2019-20 season. I'm John Aspinall and this is the Seaside Podcast, Seasiders Podcast episode, what are we on? 132, A New Era Begins. Welcome back to the Seasiders Podcast, everybody. Uh, joining in the studio tonight is, as ever, the two stalwarts of the podcast, Mr. Nick Smith. Good evening, Nick. Good evening, John. Um, good evening, Tim Fielding. Evening. Evening. Right, it's been a while, hasn't it? Uh, been a few weeks. We did say we'd come back with more, but we haven't. <laughs> so let's get this out there just before the season starts. And it's uh, a lot of anticipation, Nick, in it tomorrow. The uh, oh, It's Thursday now, so yeah, two days the anticipation building. It's like uh, Christmas. Yeah, well, it's just nice to be, we've said it before, but just nice to be looking forward to it all again. Um, and we're going to, in the next hour or so, be talking about a lot of football-related stuff. And the stuff that we talk about off the pitch is all going to be positive rather than, you know, everything that's gone over the last few years. So, yeah, very excited. And Tim, you said that as well, didn't you, just uh, pre-before, that yeah, it's, it's going to be weird just to be talking about the football We've 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 spent probably five years being dominated by off field activities and and it, it is quite a surreal experience coming here and and actually thinking we're actually going to spend most of the hour <laughs> talking about on Although about you, what goes you, on on that pitch at three pm. You can't make keep a, keep a good man down though. Carl Oyston was still in the news, <laughs> wasn't he? Uh, was it a few weeks back? He's what he's been terminated as chairman. Was that the? Uh, well, uh, uh, I don't think he was no longer chairman. He hadn't been chairman for quite some time, but I think there was just a, uh, it was one of those things, I think, left over from the era. And it was a case, again, it dealt with and getting him off the books. But um, So was he still actually an employee? or like, in, what was in, in, Well, yeah, well, he was, is the short answer, as for what I understand. I wasn't involved in uh, what went on uh, in relation to uh, his... Uh, Removal and and sad demise. 
<laughs> you look a bit nervous there, Tim. Well, no, I'm just going to be... You're not sad about it. Uh, no, I'm, I'm <laughs> If it's from the point of view, I suppose, that there's ongoing things going in relation to that, so probably... Oh, right, right, okay. right, yeah. <laughs> better. Let's not talk about them anymore. Right, yeah, they're done. They're part of uh, consigned history. So, we've got a new manager, um, Simon Grayson. Who, who would have thought that was going to happen? Yeah, it came. It came all of a sudden. Really, um, I'd actually seen Terry. I was in the, I was in the club on the Wednesday just before because he left on the Friday, didn't he? And uh, I had a bit of a chat with him and uh, Phil uh, Horner because we're uh, looking to do something down the training ground. Just want to get some input from them. I was actually in for another reason, but just bumped into them. And um, yeah, everything seemed normal at that stage, but uh, within sort of forty-eight hours. Um, He'd gone, hadn't he? So, um... He'd gone and been replaced, so um, mm. Mr. Sadler doesn't mess about, does he, Nick? No, not at all, and like you say, you know, it came out of the blue, um, but for the best for me, I think. Um, did a very good job in difficult circumstances, McPhillips, but you know, with the new owner coming in, it, it kind of stepped things up a bit, didn't it? didn't it? And it was a bit of a free hit last season for him. Um, nobody was expecting too much, but now that we're a, a normally run football club... Um, I think the pressure would have been on McPhillips, and it will be on Grayson as well, results-wise. But I think, I think Larry's probably more equipped to deal with that. He's got a good track record of getting teams out of this division. I know there was a few people having a bit of a whinge that you know he he left us and and managed Preston. It, it's one of those things. It's a job to him, the same as all players and what club they play for. So for me, I think he's he's experienced and he's going to have backing, hopefully, by the looks of it. Um, and um, we'll see how he goes, but he knows the division, so it's it's all good for me, I think, and it was the right thing to happen. Yeah, um, so just let's move on to what the owner said, uh, Mr. Simon Sadler, said it was important to act swiftly and appoint a new manager who can hit the ground running. Simon's achievements at this level and above speak for themselves. He has a proven track record of getting teams promoted from this division that has a great success at this club previously, building a team of winners and leaders who set the platform for the years that followed. As I stated on Monday... The goal is to get this club back in the championship within the next few years, and Simon is the man to help us achieve that. Um, Tim, so do you think Simon Grayson is the man for the job? I mean, he is Mr. League One promotion, he, he, isn't he? He is, and uh, you know, sort of endorse what uh, Nick was saying about his pedigree, and and also he, he at this level, his, his contacts and his knowledge of the players who are capable of playing at this level is probably as as, as good as anybody out there. Um, I think if you look at the the promotions he's secured, you look at um, uh, the teams he's built, um, the the evidence suggests that he knows what he's doing um, and he knows how to get back uh, get into that championship. And I think as well, you know, if you look at where it hasn't gone so well, um, Bradford and Bradford and Sunderland, Sunderland certainly Sunderland if you've, if you've seen that documentary that was on I think Netflix mm. I'm not sure it didn't matter if you had Mourinho in charge what was so bad about it I mean I think there was just a lot going on off off the yeah, pitch yeah a lot of, lot of dissent amongst very highly paid players who yeah. wouldn't toe the line yeah and, and, and similarly probably Bradford as well they were you know, really in decline. So I think it's a very different situation with him. Well, he was, he was only at Brad for a very short period yeah. as well, wasn't he? And I think yeah. it, it was more a case of he decided he didn't want yeah. to stay oh, right. as distinct from 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 anything else. And, yeah. and it, it was is, going down. And it was a bit of a basket what, case at the time. Wasn't when it? did he take Bradford over? I didn't even know he was. I didn't even know he was at Bradford until someone pointed it. My recollection to. was it was a. Last season, wasn't it? The end, towards the end of so last was, season. Yeah, so was he in charge before, when we played them? Not not this, them? the season no, before this. Right. 
Gary, Gary Bowie was in charge. Bowie, wasn't it? Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. So did how long was he at Bradford for? A few months. Yeah, I don't think oh, it was long. Okay. Like he came in to cover. So he came in with somebody who'd left. Forget who that was. And um, and it was review at the end of the season. And he decided he didn't. As I understand it, he didn't want to stay. Mm, um, yeah. And obviously, as we've seen, it was a very difficult season for him as it was. So he probably saw the writing on the wall there, didn't he? Mm. So just harking back to um, Simon Sedler, as he stated on Monday, um, obviously that was at the the fans' forum that um, we were all lucky enough to go to. Uh, quick review, if you can, cast your mind back to that. The <laughs> <laughs> thing I remember it was, was a free, free bar. bar. <laughs> <laughs> I was driving, I was gutted. <laughs> yeah, you could only have one pint, yeah. I stayed with you till the death, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Drank him dry. Yeah. Oh, cheers, Simon, thanks for that. Um, well, memories from it. I think obviously you got a lot of questions fired at him, and he'd only just literally arrived, so there was a lot of stuff he couldn't answer. He, ca- he kind of looked a bit drained towards the end, and he's well, probably would, saying the same thing about five times. I think times he would do. And We've and got to remember yeah. he's not. He, he's it's the first time he's owned a football club, isn't it? So um, you're not going to have all the answers. No, are you? you're not, and not necessarily. Yeah. Although obviously in business, he'll be used to speaking to people, but I think it was a very different environment, and you know there was all sorts being fired at him and. It was also the uh, the end of a very long media day. I think he'd, he'd had yeah. interviews with uh, with Sky Sports. I think he'd been on Radio Lancashire, mm-hmm. um, the Gazette. Um, so it, it, it was a it was a very long day, and and um, like you say, he's probably answered those questions five or six times. But I think what I think what for me what came out of the uh, the forum was was the people who were listening to him. He had so much support for mm-hmm. for what he's looking to achieve. And the fact that he, you know, he he is a Blackpool fan and he's been brought up a Blackpool fan. He's watched those games that we all watched in the in the nineties and the late eighties. Um, you know, you've got shared history, haven't you? Mm. Those games are not really enough to make you be a Blackpool fan, aren't you? The uh, <laughs> the fare that was served in those times it was pretty bad, weren't it? Yeah, they had a little cut it, run. It makes you appreciate the good times, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah, but and I, I think he he was just it was refreshingly honest. You know, he said. There's a lot to. I think it's almost like there's at the moment there's probably two budgets. There's the the playing budget for for, for bringing players in, and the what needs sorting out off the pitch budget. And they're both pretty big because there's a lot to sort out certainly off the pitch. It's 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 a lot more than you know just a lick of paint around the ground. Tim will probably know more than me. Sort of mm-hmm. what needs doing inside, but structurally as well with stuff in the stands. And I think we've just got to re- remain patient as much as we're all positive and, and buzzing for the new season. Not saying we write this season off, but we've got to remember there's a lot of money got to be spent off the pitch as well. And once that's done, it's laying foundations. So if not this season, you know, hopefully the mm. next. And we've got to get all of this sorted. And if you, even if you look at what they've done with Squires Gate, I don't know if you've seen the before and after pictures. What a transformation! It, you know, it's absolutely <laughs> it has, phenomenal. That boggled my mind when I saw that picture. Yeah. It was incredible, wasn't it? The change. Well, it, it was. Um, and to be honest, I. I um, uh, I was in the ground on Tuesday, and and uh, on Saturday I'd, I'd gone up in the hospitality mainly because it was they did that deal. It was full up there. A lot of people who were in the ground were actually up mm. there and uh, just upgraded. And uh, so you, you you're stood in an elevated p- uh, position over the pitch, but I actually walked down the east on uh, Tuesday morning, and the, the pitch there looks so lush as well. I mean, it's every credit to Harry mm. and and the uh, and the groundsman's team. Uh, what a good job they're doing because um, it, it it looked like a bowling green. Yeah. All right. Uh, so moving on to what um, Simon Grayson actually added 
He said, when Terry made the decision on Tuesday that he wanted to leave, the club contacted me to see whether I would be interested in coming back. After speaking to Simon, Michael and Ben, what's this breakfast, but I didn't bother speaking to Tim. (laughs) (laughs) Embellished that slightly there. (laughs) What about Fielding guy said I didn't really listen to. I thought it was an exciting project to come back to Blackpool and try and take the club forward, especially with the brand new optimism under the new owner. It is now a new era and it's important that we get this football club back with its fantastic history and tradition back to some good positive days again and think back to when um, we were under Larry on that promotion push, perfect 10. We were playing some great football as well and it was great successful football, you know. It was, yeah, and I think it was a good balance between, you know, defence and attack. He had, you know, he had a set-up well. It wasn't completely gung-ho you know, Ian Holloway, we're going to score more, one more than you. Um, and it wasn't probably Terry Mack kind of, let's see if we can not concede and, and scrape a 1-0. If you look at those players that he brought in over time, they were decent players and we played a very good style of football. And I'm sure mm. that's what he'll be looking to implement again. Um, you know, with the players, one or two he's brought in so far, um, they look quite exciting, so... Yeah, so we'll we'll come back. To, we'll come out to that. Um, I've listed down all the players we've signed, so we'll we'll come up to that later on. Uh, I put this out to the fan base via Twitter and Facebook and what have you, uh, and I said, "Are you happy with the, the appointment of Simon Grayson?" And the response was um, not as positive as you'd think. It's not obviously a full representation. But it was sixty-six percent said yes, twenty-five uh, percent no, uh, and there was like a few abstains sorry uh, was it that high I thought it was don't know sorry it's don't sure. know isn't yeah. it yeah I think there was only a few no yeah there was like looks like a like a 16th of the graph but yeah there was it's like what you said there was a few people like not so well, sure that, that about might it might be purely down to the Leeds Preston not, thing well possibly but the, the don't knows might just be down to they want to see what happens, yeah. you know. That's all it is. What backing he gets and and how the season starts to unfold. At the end of the day, for most people, um, you know, we're the only home friendly that we've sort of seen a Sam and Grayson team was against Blackburn last week. And, and mm. to be honest, I thought Blackburn were really good last week, and it was a tough, tough test. Mm. And uh, I thought, you know, probably the finishing, they fit. They scored a cracking first goal, and um, but yeah, I thought we held our own really, really well. Um, we seemed to play five at the back, which I wasn't quite expecting. I not. I went up to Barrow. And we didn't do that there, but he's but maybe just trying. It, just it, trying it's something different, isn't yeah. it? At the end of the day, and I always think it's that's the time to work these things out, isn't it? Yeah. And obviously on the training pitch, and he's probably thinking they're well, going to they're going to come at us a bit as well. Yeah, uh, possibly so horses for courses with the hmm. opposition and giving people a tryout. And I'm sure for for Saturday, he's got an idea of. What he wants to play and and you know what formation. I think certainly at home, you'd like to think we'll be trying to be on the front foot and playing attacking football. So just going back to uh, Tim's just said this isn't in the notes, but um, the pre-season friendlies. I generally never go to them. Um, it's it's like Christmas. I want to save myself my Christmas presents in the morning to the new squad. But I know you've been to a few games, haven't you, Tim? Yeah. I've Which up, ones have you been to? Been up to. Um, I'm trying to think now. Uh, AFC um, filed, which was a sort of couple of weeks ago now on the Tuesday night. What was that like? Um, I thought, and you know, AFC filed to be fair, a decent side. You know, they don't they didn't get to the um, uh, National League final by by not being you know the well, Wembley final. If they were in the, if they were in Division Two, they would be mid table, wouldn't they? Mm. You would think. Um, and uh, I thought we played really well. Um, we played a lot of ball on the floor. 
it was quite attractive football to watch, and um, uh, yeah, it was it was it was most certainly a more entertaining style of football than we saw towards the end of last season. So you which, could see that straight away, could you? I thought so, yeah. And um, and the, the, probably the players who's who's impressed me most actually um, pre season is 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 Nathan Delfonso. I think he's 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 come out of the blocks really really well for me, and uh, he looked sharp. Went up to Barrow. He was um, as well as his attacking play. He was he was also probably the one who cleared the most corners because they were Evo's team were putting a few corners in. Mm. They they play an attractive style of football as well, very Holloway esque, which was very interesting to watch. Yeah, long diagonals. Long diagonals the were the order half. of the day. <laughs> well, there, there was a quite strong wind swirling around, and and I spoke to Ian afterwards, and he was saying that you know we're really used to playing it because it's it's a particular the way the I think the, the ground's angled towards where the the coast is. And uh, so it was a lot of diagonals in the first half and then very much ball to feet, um, keeping it on the floor in the second half. And it, they gave us a good test and um, it, it was interesting to see how, you know, so you know Nathan probably got five or six good defensive headers in as well as a sort of good goal. He scored a good header from uh, across for the first one. And then um, second one was one of the ones where the, um, uh, it was granulated, uh, basically ran down the keeper and he came off better and ended up effectively being able to put the ball in the net. So uh, I've always said that said he's kind of one of our best footballers, Delfonso. So maybe this is going to be a season where he finally realizes his full potential. Yeah, because you can see it, and and as a, you know, he's such a nice guy as well. When you, when you have a chat with him, he's got time for everybody. He's he's the one who always turns up to club events, and um, uh, I'd be really really pleased for him if he actually gets. Gets it's that really, really good season under his belt. Consistency, isn't it? Yeah. You know, he'll have a mm. he'll have a great game and then maybe go quiet for a bit. And you, you know, it's kind of you want it more than one in three or four. Um, there's a good player in there. It's you know, if he gets a run in the side, like you it's, say, it's, this, sorry, Nick, go on. This, well, this could be season. Yeah, I mean, what's his best position? Is he? He's always tended to play out wide, hasn't he? But sometimes if you stick him down the middle, he kind of thrives if playing yeah. with a playing offer. I, I think him. I think he might work quite well if you if you have a. Um, depending on how he's setting up, but if you if you have um, two two holding midfielders and then two more attacking midfielders in a, in a little triangle with mm. with somebody at the top of that triangle, if he's playing off that top man, I think that's probably his best position. Uh, and the good thing is he can go down the right and go down the left as well, mm. can't he? So uh, it gives you flexibility. Mm. Um, so yeah, I'll be interested. And in, I think I think with the backing that hopefully the team's going to get this year from from the off. I mean, you know, we look like we're going to have a five figure crowd. Uh, on uh, on Saturday, um, and um, you know, as we saw last season, we, you know the, the crowd does make a difference. I mean, it, it must be very soulless playing in an empty stadium, mm. and and hopefully, you know, Nathan and a lot of other players are really going to thrive on that because I think I think we're going to have all the best atmospheres, if not the best atmosphere in Division One this year at home games. I really do. I think it's going to be something special. Yeah, I agree, definitely. Mm. I mean, because for me, the season starts, you know. The new era does start on Saturday, doesn't it? Although, you know, the Oysters were ousted back end of last season. It was just a bit weird, wasn't it? Just being there at the Well, games. it was just a bit of a party, know. wasn't it? And the games were almost, you know, it was a... We, we weren't going up, we weren't going down. Um, it was a bit flat, almost. Well, it was just... Yeah, it was a bit weird, wasn't it? But, like you say, I think this is now we've had a, a proper pre-season... You know, the manager's in. We've not signed players like three days before the start of the season. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? 
We've got a new. Like what's going on? The, 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 the home kit. The home kit's ready for. Oh, uh, moving <laughs> oh, on. Uh, the view, for the viewers that are watching the video stream, it's going out like uh, that's the kit that we'll be playing in tomorrow because <laughs> the other time around today. Saturday. Yeah. Well, that it was no fault of the club. Reading the reading the statement, it's uh, it, it's purely down to the manufacturer and. Uh, I'm sure so just the, just, just to rewind a bit, Nick. So what mm. exactly happened for those who don't know? Well, from the the, the home kits on, I, I'm sure the the players' kits are ready, but for sale <laughs> Imagine if for, for fans, <laughs> we'll go topless. Um, the the home shirts for fans aren't aren't ready for sale. I, I, from by the sounds of this statement, I don't think they've even been started to be made. So don't know what's gone on. Something's gone it? horrendously wrong somewhere, hasn't yeah, it? Um, um, and just, and it, it would appear to be at the kit uh, manufacturer. Yeah, based, yeah. based on the, the club statement that went mm. out, I think it was rather terse. And, yes, uh, they could tell they were a bit <laughs> cheap. Well, it's, well, you will be. Of course you are. It's terse, lost, rev- it's lost revenue as well, isn't it? Yeah. You know, at a time when you're going to have 10,000 people around the ground on Saturday and... You know, chance to shift a few shirts, and they're not they're not going to be ready. So, are we are we like under contract for a certain number of years to Herrera? So, I would I would have thought that it'll be the last contract to get. Well, you, could, you, the, you could probably yeah. argue they might. Be, I don't know it, it, grounds for breaking the contract. Yeah, it's it's a bit of a cock up, isn't it? I, I would say. I mean, you're not going to change your kit no. mid season anyway, are you? But you know, it's it's pretty unheard of. I mean, I don't I don't know the full details of what happened. All I know is. Exactly what I've seen on the on the club website, mm. and it read as a rather terse and a rather um, na- gnashing of teeth statement, yeah. as mm. in what what's gone on. And and I know that I know from my discussions when I was in the club shop the other day, they were they were expecting the kit in. They, mm. It was meant to be in last Friday, then it was definitely going to be in for this Friday. So clearly, um, it looks like there's been a massive admin error somewhere. That's the only thing I can think. Yeah, and <clears throat> you look at the new sponsor as well, and it's you know we've had a few sponsors over the years that. Haven't been brilliant, and <laughs> yeah, and and this one, it's you know, it's one that people would be proud to wear, wouldn't yeah. it? And oh, massively so. Yeah, so you promote you're promoting the town, aren't you? Yeah. Promoting the town every time you put you put the shirt on. Yeah. So, uh, which has got you know, it's it's a massive positivity, and uh, you know, wherever we go, you're effectively telling you know, you're reminding people about the um, mm. the advantage of coming away for a, a break in Blackpool. Yeah. So, um, yeah, listen. Um, at the end of the day, it's, it, it, it looks like it's an issue with the kit, the kit yeah. supplier. It's happened, you know. Hopefully, it'll be in before too long. And uh, I think they're bringing forward the start date. I think this, the the way shirts way are on shirt, sale yeah. from tomorrow, aren't they? From what I understand, so they were they were originally there was going to be a staggered sale with them coming in. I think at the end of August anyway. So mm. effectively, it's been reversed, which. Um, you know, it's one of those things. If that's the worst thing that happens pre-season, exactly. then and like you're saying, it's not. It's nothing down to the club. It's it's out of their hands. Oh no! Well, like, the orders went. Mm. Well, the fact that the the way kits in, yeah, that shows they, when the orders. The, went the in. order went in, and yeah. the order something's gone wrong, hasn't mm. it? So um, um, maybe the error didn't turn the, fact, didn't turn the fax machine. <laughs> on. Well, we heard that before. Yeah. But um, th- this, if you cast your mind back to the days of the old um, Vorks and the baskets. Under those who shall not be mentioned anymore, those former owners, we were always late with getting the kits in. Do you not? Do you not remember? Yeah. It was always never in mm. for the start of the season, or it was very, very late just before the season starts. So, kind of used to it. But like, <laughs> like you say, it's like if that's the worst thing that happens, you know, yeah, no bad thing really. It's not that we buy replica kits, though, is it? We haven't got the uh, physiques for it anymore, <laughs> have we? <laughs> As we I... all suck in. <laughs> 
the uh, I mean, what I think what everybody is going to see hopefully on uh, on Saturday is a lot of new stuff that they've they've not seen. I think the concourses are all going to look a bit a little bit different. Um, you know, there's a lot of places out of a fresh lick of paint, um, and uh, I know the, the, the not they weren't doing the main paint, but the BST lot were in helping do the um, uh, doing the steps. You know, the the the, the repainting the yellow lines yeah. on the steps and everything. So I think we are going to see a bit of you know, the, the, there's still a lot to do. It's still a work mm. in progress, and um, but we will see some positivity in relation to what's been going on over the summer. I mean, the, the vans that are are outside the ground every single day when you either I walk in or if I'm just driving past. There's, you know, the community trust are building a new facility. We've had the new changing rooms. Yeah, they look, look amazing. Premier League standard, don't yeah. they? Was, Is that just the home home dressing room or away no, as we well? Should, we should have just left that with We should no have water a very and... Spartan away, end, away one, shouldn't we? Yeah. The cold showers. And, um, Again, that was the norm back in the Oysters era, wasn't yeah. it? Was it against Liverpool and all these top teams? Yeah, they, they came, they had cold showers, they were complaining like mad, weren't they? <laughs> well, Fernando Torres would have washed his hair. Yeah, so I, I think all these new things in the, the stadium, it's going to be a real eye-opener, isn't it? I did see a cherry picker as well inside the ground. Has that yeah. been going up getting rid of some of the rust? Or was that, I don't, was I don't that think the else? rust hasn't been, isn't been tackled yet. Um, uh, you although, can't do everything though, can you? Well, it's a big job, yeah, so... Yeah. Um, the And if you're going to do it properly... Um, it, it's you probably need a, wi- a little bit of a window to do it. You know, the, we've you know, there's all sorts of things. There's all the rusting vents. There's the facade. There's the, but we've got to prioritise sometimes. And there's there's a lot needed doing inside for. Um, you know, we've got a great anchor tenant in in NHS that need they needed to be looked after. Um, the pitch was a priority. Um, getting the east sorted is a priority. Training ground pitches. I suppose there's, you've got a, a list of, a lot happened. I suppose you've got well, a list of you jobs, have. haven't you? You've got to prioritise priority one. It's like buying a house two, that's been absolutely three. left to to wreck and ruin. It needs the roof doing. It needs rewiring. It, it, you've got to you've got to get your plan, haven't you? And go. Yeah. What's the big stuff? What needs doing? And you get down to the smaller, nice to haves when yeah. when you've done the big stuff. Yeah. So there's there's a few things that that won't be done for day one that are actually already in the pipeline. So, as you know, as most people know, those the first five rows of the Easter. Uh, uh, netted off at the moment, which we can't use those, but they're going to be sorted out before the end of this month. What's the reason behind that again? It's just that the um, the, the lower the lower uh, sections weather more than the upper sections because they the, the exposed it's more exposed, and they're basically past the, the, the shelf life. So there's, there's been a couple of examples of um, of, of, the, of I think of, I've not actually seen it myself of the wood cracking. Um, so what we've done is for safety reasons. It's, it, we, we, because we have to get a safety certificate for it every three months at the moment because it's a three months because right. it's a temporary structure um, uh, we were basically told you know erring on the side of caution um, don't want the fan falling through it do net, we? net off the <laughs> net off the five rows and uh, and that's all it, but we've we, we've had to contact the people who originally built it and they've got the wooden order but it's coming from abroad so we're waiting for it to arrive from abroad so it's all ordered uh, sorted and it's going to be done after Oxford. So, uh, so are the uh, away fans? Which section of the east are they going to be in? At the moment, my understanding is they're going to be in the south part of the east for the for until um, we've got um, refreshment facilities in the northeast corner, which is a project that's now pretty much near, if not at the top of the hit parade as regards <laughs> all the things that need to be done. Uh, and and it, and it's and it's. There's plans, there's 
that's why I was there on on Tuesday with a view to getting people down there to make because we know we want that ha- we want that move to happen as soon as possible because when we get the we're looking quite fortunate actually because once we get past Portsmouth the really what we call the really big games which you know the, the uh, Sunderlands the Boltons and and Fleetwoods where there is actually going to be you know hopefully this season really big crowds. Um, their second half of the season, so we have got a little bit of time to play with, but but equally we do want um, that south part of the east available for home fans as soon as possible as the, as the spillover. But also while we, while we've got them in the north, we can't sell part of the section under the under rollers either because that's where the where the way fans uh, will come uh, okay. in. So the sooner that, the sooner that that happens, the better. And it's you know it, if if we hadn't had everything else to deal with, that would have been sorted out over the summer. But again, it was that priority list. And um, it is very, very near the top. The, I, I would be surprised if we're going to go into October without without them having moved to the to the north. But it, it, we're waiting for um, contractors to confirm what it's going to co- exactly what it's going to cost and when when we can do it. And it's you know it's part of everything else that's going on. If it yeah. was, you know, but, if we had, if we had two two or three projects due over the summer, that have all been done. But we've we've had probably twenty. But the the rate of well, the speed of the work that has been done, it's just a mark of uh, Simon Sadler's intentions for the club, really, isn't it? I mean, you compare the amount of work that has been done compared to the oh, amount well, of work stuff, been done over the past, yeah, what, 20, I mean, 15 years? Stuff I mean, used to get done because it... Night and day, isn't it? When it was absolutely the last option and it was probably, you know, almost like a, a, a legal requirement for it to be done. It's like, the, do you remember the old cop when they, they closed... Do you remember, do you remember the, the away part? So they've obviously closed the, the home section, yeah. which was a big shame that we lost the cop. Then when the away was going, the away end was going the same way. They kind of just halved, halved it. Do you remember they yeah, halved yeah, with it? The and corrugated. Then with that corrugated thing, yeah. and that was, you know, half-arsed uh, crush berries that they put yeah. in. in the, the, do you remember the South Paddock crush berries they put in as well? Yeah, really yeah. They were, they naughty were, work, wasn't it? But yeah. it really harks back to what you're saying there. Yeah, and it was it was done almost, you know, out of spite. Oh, we'll have to do it, uh, or, we, or we can't. You know, we can't have a league match, and and now it's it's done for it's pride to, reasons, yeah, isn't it? Exactly, yeah. and like you look at the videos, and it, even like the video of the changing rooms, it, it kind of like brings a tear to your eye because it just makes you proud that we've got owners who care, care about the football club, and yeah, it's it's amazing. My mate at work, um, he's an Oxford fan. He's been taking the piss out of me about uh, oh, we're getting all excited about um training the training ground, uh, the the changing rooms. Are you? Yeah. He's kind of mocking me. My retort to that was, well, if you'd have had owners like we've had for the past, you know, thirty years, you'd you'd understand where I'm coming from. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, it is. It's and it's the little things sometimes. It's rather than you know, even more sometimes than success on the pitch that mean a lot, isn't it? It's actually, you know, no, you know, those little every every time you go to the game, there used to be things that would wind you up and mm. and, and things where you felt we we we've done the absolute minimum yeah. there. And I think I think that the task for the board um, and the task for the um, all those people who work at the football club over the next coming weeks, coming months, is is. And I said it last season. You know, if we want everybody to turn up every single game and see one thing that's better, mm. and if you're doing that and we keep doing that, then we're not going to be doing too much wrong. Totally Just, agree. Yeah. Right. So let's, uh, let's take a bit of a break now. We'll move on to our uh, new summer signings, and yeah, let's move on. Sounding chant there, but the uh, 
the sentiments there, isn't it? Blackpool are back. Mm, Bit of a crappy transition there. Must <laughs> must try hard. I might edit that you'll bit to, out. You'll have to, you have to get your microphone in, in front of the north, I think, on <laughs> uh, on Saturday and, and uh, have a new one for the next uh, the next podcast. Yeah. Do you know I used to take my um, that recorder right there? I used to take that to all the games in the Premier League. Oh, did you? Yeah, it's on the on the back catalogue. Yeah, I really nerded it out in those days. I, re- I recorded the game. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to kind of document the Premier League season because I knew it never never happen again. Mm. Nearly didn't, obviously. We nearly did it again, but um, yeah. So I've got loads of goal goal sounds as the goal's going in the ground, right. I, and I mixed it into the the original show. So yeah. mm. I might make the back catalogue available again. So yeah, I don't want to get <laughs> <laughs> Right, I need a longer arm here. Hang on. Ugh. Right, new signing. Shall we go on to that? Why not? Right, first one. Um, Simon Sadler kind of revealed an exciting signing, didn't he? Suli Kalkai, is that pronounced Kai Kai, is it? I don't know. I say Kai Kai. Kai Kai. Right, so we're just going to go through all our new signings, or the, the kind of the the main ones. Um, this is nicked off AVFTT from a post called Abel, who did very good descriptions of these players. So I'll just read this out and you two can butt in. Not butt in, but just give you your opinions at the end. So um, about... Kalkai, uh, Suli or Suli, I don't know. He said, I feel Simon Sadler has over-egged this signing a bit. But nevertheless, it's the best bit of summer business to date. I also wouldn't class him as an out-and-out winger, more an attacking midfield capable of playing anywhere across the front line. Loves getting shots from range and has a good record of scoring outside the area. Having done so well in this area in our first season back in the league, we completely tailed off last season, so he should prove a real asset in that regard. He's also a good free kick take, and God knows we need that. I wouldn't say he has searing pace for a winger or loads of tricks up his sleeve, but I expect him to cut inside and go for goal a lot more than looking to beat a man and get a cross in. Um, Palace have a decent track record in developing youth, and although his career hasn't gone 100% as planned, he does have a track record of producing at this level. The key for him going forward will be consistency. For me, this is the sort of signing we should be making on a consistent basis. Young, free, and potential to develop. If he doesn't kick on, there's a little harm done. But if he does, he can either develop alongside the club and sell him on and reinvest accordingly. Um, and it gives him a rating of four out of five. Obviously, we've never seen the guy playing, have we? I but have. I think you have. Yeah. What well, did you think? Um, he, he actually, um, he, he, I was speaking about um, Fonz uh, before, and he, he, he played a very, not dissimilar role that he does in, the, in that little triangle with, with um, Grandjolay at the top. He was he was one of the two behind and and um, it, it, to be fair, I think Abel's called it about right really because um, he had some he has some decent pace on him from what I could see. He looks he looks strong, and he looks like he's got goals in him. So um, yeah, it's, it's it's I think I think I'd be very very surprised if he's not in the starting eleven on Saturday. That's for certain. So um, let's. Um, let let's see, but I think again, he, hopefully, he's a player who's going to thrive on on. Mm. He's going to the type of player that gets people out of the seats, hopefully, yeah. which is what we want. Got anything to say, Nick? Well, I'd echo what Tim said there. I think it, it, you know he sounds like quite an exciting player. Um, has been at a few different clubs, which makes you wonder, you know, has he maybe had that consistency? But hopefully, he's uh, he's found his home by the seaside, and uh, he's gonna he's gonna do well for us. Sounds like he's got you know a bit of pace, an eye for goal, and. You know, there's potentially a very good player in there. Yep. Right, moving on to Adi Youssef. He played for Solihull Moors, didn't he, against us in the, was it the FA Cup? 
Um, he says, clearly has ability, hence why Leicester took him on a youth and various football clubs have taken punts on him. Can hold the ball up and bring others into game and can be a nuisance to the opposition defences. Doesn't do either consistently enough, though. Too often finds himself on the periphery of games and being carried by his teammates. Comes to life in the 18-yard box, although his finishing can leave a little to be desired. However, he struggled massively with fitness throughout his career. He's never been able to cope with the demands of training full-time, hence why he's bounced from club to club and rattled around non-league. I genuinely don't think we'd have looked at him had he not played well against us. Terry taking the Colin Hendry approach to scouting. John Doolan and anyone. Remember <laughs> him. Uh, and a two-year deal is incredibly generous. I genuinely don't think... Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. He'll see the two years out and don't see him as an upgrade on any forwards. We have quite a damning report there and he gives him one out of five. Mm, That's harsh. Very harsh, isn't it? You know, at the end of the day, um, uh, I only saw him at um, AFC Fylde, but, you know, again, he looked like he had something about him. How old is he? I'm not sure. Late 20s, 28, something like that. You know? I don't know. Well, he might have been a bit younger than that, but... Well, I assumed he was younger than that, to be honest. Again, he was a Terry McPhillips signing, so you got to think, if Grayson doesn't like him straight away, maybe he's going to... Well, we'll soon find out, won't we? Yeah. Yeah, it's... It's a gamble, like it, with, with every player. But I suppose it's, you know, it, for him, it's a very good opportunity, isn't it, yeah, to play easy. at a decent level? So I suppose it's down to the lad whether he's got that desire. He puts it in on the training pitch, gets selected, and you know, and has a good run in the team. And you'd like to think, coming from the likes of Solihull Moors, he may be thinking there's this his big opportunity to make it in league football. Yeah, yeah. quite and, possibly. Yeah. So and, and you know, then the, you know they've, they're all they're all going to start. To a certain degree, on a level playing field, aren't yeah. they? With Grayson, because Grayson's come in, he's got the t- he's got the players he's got, he's got the few the few players he's brought in. But at the end of the day, um, you know, the, the opportunity's there. And you've mm. got to grab it, haven't you? You know, particularly, I would think that somebody who's played uh, in National League and National League North is going is going to thrive on the opportunities mm. of playing in in front of crowds that of ten thousand in yeah. some cases. 20 and 30,000 if the opportunity is given to him. Mm. Right, moving on. Ryan Edwards. So I don't even remember these. Um, he's quite, quite didn't he sco- did he score against us? He scored for Plymouth. Plymouth, yeah. Uh, the head, season, header. Yeah. Um, when they, I think he scored their second one when he went 2-0 up. Yeah. Right, right, so Abel says ticks three big boxes for Terry. One, he's worked with him before. Two, he scouts. <laughs> three, he's six foot plus. Fair play to lad for beating cancer. Wow. Blimey, I didn't know that. And returning to professional game, a mm. tremendous achievement. I believe he played from nowhere near full... I believe he played from when nowhere near full fitness to help Plymouth out, which says a lot about his character. 
Fair play to him as well for adding goals to his game, which we're crying, crying out for from centre half, which can chip in. It's true, that isn't it? Mm. Um, he's also relatively comfortable, comfortable on the ball, all good so far. However, he's frightfully slow, and by all accounts, often has to be bailed out by a pacier partner at the back. Um, which he says tilt if he stays. He ball watches and doesn't use his size to his advantage, and really attack the ball when defending. Um, he piles up the bookings, often caused by, caused by his distinct lack of pace, and gets his fair share of reds too. Uh, it also concerns me that the other clubs, as I understand, um, to make him offers were Bristol Rovers and Tranmere, two sides I expect to be scrapping to stay in this division, rating two out of five. So he's, he's he's not he's not been overly generous <laughs> with these assessments. He's a bit of a <laughs> glass half full, isn't he? I wonder, I wonder how he knows. I wonder how he knows all this. Though. He does so, seem well. You, know, you, pretty well you can't informed, just make this up, can well, you? Maybe, yeah. It might just be his opinion, but um. <laughs> see, I, from my, my experience, what I've seen over so far, he looks extremely solid. What about uh, slow? Was he slow? Is that noticeably slow? No, no, well, certainly, I don't. I don't remember anybody taking him on and getting the getting the best of him. He's so. centre half. Yeah, yeah. centre half. Yeah. Like I say, if you've got someone who's reasonably pacey and a bit younger alongside him, then and you know if he's going to chip in half a dozen goals a season, that's a big thing. It's a big thing. I think I can't. I'm trying to think. Last time we really had a player in at the back who who did chip in with goals mm. from corners and um, Evo, Evo maybe yeah. Peter Clark. Yeah, we are. But he's signed for Fleetwood today, isn't he? Has he? Yeah. Is he really? Yeah, on a one year deal. Blimey, still going. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Peter Clark wasn't the fastest, wasn't he? But he scored a... Yeah, uh, and I think a good, a, good at centre-half, it, it, it's it's not the end of the world. And, you know, he's obviously got a bit of a decent experience as well. So, you know, let's, yeah, we'll let's give the guy time. a chance. Oh, um, just going off on a bit of a tangent today. Uh, I've been off been off work this week, so I went to visit the DW gym today for oh, free. Yeah, for free. yeah. Thanks to, uh, thanks to Blackpool and the, the, the agreement to... Um, yeah, if you, if you see to get on, you can go to the DU Sports Gym for free. And uh, just coming out, the players were coming in as I walked in, and Curtis Tilt walked, to, uh, walked towards me, yeah. and he had a right face on him. He looked really miserable. <laughs> so, read into that what you may. Maybe he just didn't fancy doing more training. Well, I was going to say, he might just not like going to the gym. <laughs> yeah, I went and did a yoga session. Mm. I did yoga. Yoga? Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, so I've, I've like got pain in my necks and shoulders and um, physio at work, so you can go and try it. So it's hard. Have you ever done it? No. Bloody hard work. Yeah, you think it's nothing, but... Yeah. Well, I've been to the physio tonight, as you know, because it delayed our start and they were jumping all over me, you know, oh, as they, they do when they, get, they literally get right on top of you and start it's using It's like a chiropractor kind of thing. Yeah, just trying to get myself um, back on the football pitch, so... <laughs> you come to the yoga, Tim. I might mean, come to the yoga yeah, if it's yeah. free. I'll give you a shout, yeah. Free until the end of the month, but yeah, just um again tangenting again. But yeah, so what a great you know little, uh, bonus for being a season ticket holder. And yeah. Again, it's a sign of progressive things the club's doing to get get people involved. Tell what I like this week. Did you see uh, Blackpool North Station with um you know we got the uh, the, the gates Barriers. the electronic gates they're yes. all plastered yeah. Yeah. in in uh, adverts for Blackpool Football yeah. Club, which I think look fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah. And again, because we we have got. <laughs> We don't make the most of that. I don't. I haven't thought in the past because we've got such a striking colour as the kit. There's nobody going to think it's any anybody else mm-hmm. other than Blackpool, would they? And um, you know, I think it makes a fantastic um, uh, advertising tool. And hopefully, we're going to see a lot more of things like that. Mm. Those sort of things remind me of the build-up Premier League season because there was Blackpool stuff everywhere, wasn't there? Yeah. I remember in HMV windows uptown, it even the, the kind of the 
A lot of that was people... Um, Fans. Well, businesses just probably cashing in on it yeah, rather yeah, than yeah. this is yeah. the, the club going out and, and proactively yeah. building those links with people. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it's a, it's I was thinking of that. Was it the Sun Pub that painted itself yeah. tangerine that year? And it's yeah. all about just being associated, yeah. isn't it? But like you say, this is this is the Blackpool corporate and um, uh, uh, hospitality team, for want of a better word, um, going out and, and doing business with, with mm. the the, the organisations in Blackpool that you should be doing business with, and we're gonna we're gonna see a lot more of it. You know, yeah. we're gonna have uh, all sorts of different partners. We've actually there's the stuff with Merlin as well, isn't there? There's Merlin. There's the health food link up, um, which I think is um, they're going to be giving free wraps out to the kids in the family stand this season. So there's all these little initiatives. Wraps of what? Like healthy wraps oh, rather than <laughs> burgers and chips and get whatever. Shouting, is it? Let's get a link with the Armenian kebab house. <laughs> <laughs> I think Alice will be happy about that yeah, one too. <laughs> hey, I had, a, I had a kebab from Cyprus the other night. It was rubbish. It's like really gone downhill. Anyway, I digress. Right, let's get back to the um, the transfers in. Jamie Devitt. Devitt, is it? I don't know. Obviously, it has talent and is comfortable on the ball. Comes live in the 18-yard box, but where I think it provides real value is creating goals. He's chopped a good number of assists from his career. Is this this guy from Carlisle? Yeah, he's been, he was their player of the year for two years on the yeah, trot, okay. wasn't he? Right, okay. Uh, that said, he can be criminally, criminally inconsistent. Um, although you can excuse some of this because managers have played in various positions. When he's not on his game, his teammates are carrying him a bit like Yusuf. He's really got a bugbear for <laughs> Yusuf. Uh, that probably explains why only clubs in the division below were looking at him until we came along. Central midfield, uh, central midfield now looks crowded. Interested to see how this one shakes out. Rating three out of five. Another, it's suck it in your seat. Yeah, and it, it, it sounds when he's when he's on his game, he's a, a creative midfielder, which is something we were, you know, lacking in last season. We had Jimmy Ryan, but obviously injured all the time. Yeah. So. Um, Listen, no, but the way I look at it is, if you, you, you if you get. Um, that the player of the year, two years on the trot, you must be doing something yeah, right, exactly. mustn't you? Yeah. And um, and if that means that you're entertaining, if that means you're chipping in with goals, if that means that you're putting, you know, your foot on the line when you need to put your foot on the line, whatever it is, um, you know, uh, it's like you know when we look at who our players of the year were this year, that you know, well, one of them's left the club, hasn't he? Because mm. he's 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 such a talent, and he's got an opportunity further up the league, so. Hopefully, um, he's going to do that for us. You know, he's yeah. going to he's going to step up to the mark and and do for us what clearly Carlisle fans saw in him. Yeah, good point. Right, Ben Tollett, another one. Where's he come from? Tranmere. Tranmere. Okay, another familiar face for Terry. Another scouser. Another tall player. <laughs> I like these descriptions, made me laugh. Injuries have derailed him, but there is talent there. Capable of producing quality finishes and assists on his day. Lightning fast, and we are crying out for pace, but very weak and gets bullied a lot off the ball. Can be frustrating and wasteful in his possession. Your typical winger, really. Only ever produced in the conference, so again, a two-year deal looks generous, especially when you factor in his injury history. Another punt, another underwhelming signing, despite the fact it's good to see us going in business early, two out of five. Another McPhillips signing. Mm. Maybe you forget, maybe you won't. I think yeah, some some will do all right, some won't. We'll 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 just have to see. It sounds like again potentially there's a good player in there. Um, it's about it's about again we talked about it before, didn't we? Um, when we were talking about um, uh, Yusef, it, 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 will he seize the opportunities? And, mm. and 
we've taken players in 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 the past from from non-league, haven't we? I mean, going right back uh, when we took players like Ayres from non-league, yeah. and what and, a player he turned out to be, you eh? know, and yeah. Tony Rodwell, yeah. and more recently um, Nottingham Rodders, yeah, 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 yeah. The, we, and we've. We, to, 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 there's some gems down there. Yeah. There, there really, there really is. It's like um, uh, you know, uh, having watched a little bit of the national league in, in when we've been in exile. Um, there is there's some players down there who who would definitely do a job in first mm. division and second division, and, um, uh, and and have got the ability to step up even further. You know, I mean, yeah. you know, you, you don't. You, it's not that long ago, is it, that Vardy came into. It was at yeah. Halifax, and then signs for Fleetwood, and all of a sudden he's he's playing he's playing yeah. very highly high up in the Championship, and then in the Premiership. Yeah. So, you know, let, let's just for me, I think this season is very much about giving the all these lads all the support we can. And um, to be fair to Abel, you know, he's, he's a very very. I think he's I think his critiques are harsh. Whether mm. the fair remains to be seen, you know, I think um, uh, he's, he's he's not showering praise on anybody at the moment. <laughs> is he? So. <laughs> Sounds like a hard man to play. <laughs> Are you going to be burning all your other scarves then, Tim, by the way? Um, I might keep a couple of the German ones. <laughs> Let's get a new name for you now, won't we? I know, I know. Tim, one scarf. Um, it was more pin badges and scarves anyway. Uh, okay. uh, is, that, is that urban myth, is it then? It, yeah. is, a, it is a little bit of an urban, <laughs> urban myth. It, just, it was just a catchy title, wasn't it? <laughs> I think we've got Phil Ricky to blame for that one. <laughs> Timmy two scarves. <laughs> uh, right, um, James Husband. So, uh, as Tim... Alluded to there, uh, we've lost Mark Bowler, our best player, uh, allegedly. One and a half million gone to uh, Middlesbrough, but very good business, isn't it? Uh, had him for a year, sold him for one and a half. Yeah, I mean, I don't obviously, I don't know what what if anything Arsenal got out of that, but um, you know that if if you if you go into the pop, they've got to bear in mind in, in Division One, Division Two, football clubs lose money; it's inevitable, and the, and the way that you 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 keep it on an even keel and keep it profitable is to do business like that all the time. Get mm-hmm. a player in um, who, who who does a... And the, I was I was always a big advocate of this. And, and Holloway started off being an advocate of this before we we, we seemed to change. Um, and that's get the get the players in when the, 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 the 19, 20, 21... We did it with Charlie Adam when he was 22, didn't we? Get three, get three great years out of them, sell them for a profit, do it again. Yeah. Keep doing it. That's the way... For me, a team like Blackpool, that that should be the the business model yeah. on the pitch, um, because um, that that's the way that we can operate. We're not, we're not going we're not going to compete in this league with the Sunderlands and the and the and the, and the Portsmouth simulation to the wages we're going to pay. Mm. So we get them when they're young, um, and we we pay them pay them appropriately, but not over, overly pay them, and then and then make profit on them, mm. and then reinvest it. And that's hope, hopefully we're going to see. That's what we're going to do with bowler. That's bowler the key money. thing, you know. In years gone by, mm. you're selling someone for one and a half million quid. Everyone's in uproar because you know where it's going. Mm. This time round, hopefully, it, it's going to be reinvested. Like you say, that's the way to run the football club. You, you you bring these players in, you bring them on, develop them, and you buy them woolly mammoths. <laughs> and there's there's always going to be a bigger <laughs> team, and you you get a bit you get. The money for them. You can't, and then st- you can't stand in the way. I mean, I, don't, no. I have no idea what what Mark Bowler's getting wages wise up at Middlesbrough, but I can I can guarantee it's significantly more than he was yeah. he was getting paid here. Yeah. And and he's you know and he's gone up a massive notch, hasn't he? And I, I I think if you're going to attract players to the football club 
on the basis of that rationale that we we will we will play you, make you a better player, and you can and further then, your career, and further the career. Then then you, you can't then stand in the way when those opportunities mm. come. And well, we just end up with an unhappy player, don't you? Yeah, and who probably it's, isn't. It's a win-win for all of them, isn't it? It's yeah. a win-win for player, Asian, and us. Mm. So, and and I think that's probably been borne out by the fact there hasn't been a lot of um, criticism of the fact that, that, that the business has been done mm. because it, you can see how logical it is yeah. and you can see how unhappy a player you would have if you... if you, mm. if you Because it's like career progression at the end of the day, yeah. isn't it? And, you know, these lads only have a short career. They could get... They could they could do themselves some serious damage mm. next week, next month. Yeah. And, um, you know, you've got to... Um, you've got to let them... You've got to let them fly effectively, haven't you? Yeah. If, if they, if, you know, I think there's a massive difference between... Doing that with a team who's clearly going to be competing, you would think near the top of the championship. Yeah. Then, then letting players leave maybe to go to teams in your division or mm. whatever. That that I think as a fan, that's a little bit more disappointing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think Nick's just hit the nail on the head with the the fact that you, you're pretty sure the money's going to be reinvested, mm. um, and we have sorted out a replacement. All right, it's on a loan deal. James Husband's coming. He has a very good reputation, doesn't he, in the game? Left back from Norwich on loan, and they're going to be paying. A, Chunk of his wages, I believe. Yeah, I mean that we've got. To, I've, I saw he played the second half against uh, Blackburn and, and looked look comfortable. Um, yeah, it's it's one we're going to be again. I would expect. I'm expecting him to start probably. Yeah. On uh, on Saturday, um, there was a little bit of a talk about is is he quite up there and ready yet? But he looks fine to me. But twenty five. Um, Abel likes him. He's given him four out of five. He does do a long description of him, but um, mm. yeah, he's he's a, he's a decent player. Did he was he didn't he play Fleetwood last season? Yeah, he was he was at yeah. Fleetwood at one stage. Was he, he was wrestling with Granjulay? Yeah, uh, I think yeah. it could have been. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we'll forgive him that. <laughs> right, well, um, let's crack on. Ryan Hardy, uh, Abel says uh, some Rangers, isn't he? Young lad mm. from Rangers. I think people may have got a bit carried away with this signing, so I'm going to temper expectations a little. Surely not. <laughs> Is he the short sort of player we should be targeting? Yes. He says yes. He's young, potential to develop, and has an eye for goal. It's hard work, and he came recommended by no more, no more than three people the club spoke to. Cannot fault the due diligence on this one. That's good to know. Uh, it's also good to see us willing to spend some money, 250 grand, could look like a bargain if he clicks. But like you would imagine Rangers have a sell-on clause. However, he struggled with injuries in the past, and he's a tall lad. But for a tall lad, he's actually quite slight, and you'd question whether he's capable of playing up front on his own. If Larry intends to play four four two, then the squad looks unbalanced. This is my favourite bit. Scottish football is also notoriously weak. <laughs> Three out of five. But if he's a Peter Crouch style of player, you know he, yeah. he didn't being slight of frame didn't matter to him, did it? Yeah. Crouchy. He looks like he's got some pace on him as well. Um... Uh, to me, and um, it's going to be interesting. Uh, we saw a little bit of a montage of his goals um, mm. for Livingston, didn't we? Yeah, because uh, he was out on loan there, and he seemed to score some absolute crackers. And um, yeah, and it, like I say, it's, it's maybe not a great standard, but it to me, it is the type of player we should be going for. Young, hungry, and he's got a point to prove. And you know why not? Well, if you take Celtic out of the equation, yeah, um, and uh, I'd probably say that most of the Scottish Premier clubs are. Um, Probably in around our level, aren't they? Mm. Or maybe bottom end of the championship. So, if he's performing against them, then then he should be able to perform on the pitch for us, is yeah, what I think. Absolutely. And, um, and he's probably one 
of the ones we've got at the moment that I'm most interested to see mm. how he actually beds in yeah. because uh, I think he's got the ability, I think, to, to, to put the ball in the back of the net on a fairly regular basis. Yeah. That's what we're lacking. Um, just to, and finally, we've, we've signed a goalie from Rangers. Um, well, we'll we're running out of time, so I won't go on about him. Um, and we've signed a lad from yeah. Norwich tonight, haven't we? Um, on loan. Have we? Yeah. Rocky. Um, oh, gosh. Balboa. <laughs> it's something it's like that. It He's a Belgian international, uh, well, under 19 and Balshui under 21 international. Yeah. Oh, okay. Literally just signed for Norwich, I think, for their under 23 squad, and they've sent him out on loan. Right. So and He's a big unit, apparently, yeah. isn't he? So I think I think there was there was um, talk that perhaps we were a little bit light at the back, a, 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 mm. a light of cover. So, again, it's going to be interesting to see, but, you know... He's maybe the quick centre-half to play alongside uh, Edwards. Yeah, you you never know, do you? And finally, there's a bit of uh, rumour going around that we're signing that player from Blackburn. Nuttle, this has been been going on for a few days, hasn't it? But I don't know how... There's certainly something in it, by the sounds of it. There's a couple of journalists who have been tweeting about it. He's a striker, Um, isn't he? Yeah, um, it might just be, you know... Possibly the fees agreed, and then it's down to the player and the mm-hmm. agent, isn't it? Um, this this might be links, and again, I I can talk about because I, I I'm not involved in any shape or form, so I don't know. Um, but it might maybe this is the player that they might be looking at that, that to reinvest on the bowler money. We, mm. we don't know, but for for those who've been trawling around the Blackburn forums, they don't really want to lose him for one. No. I think he scored five in pre-season. Yeah, it's, I think it's another one with very good potential and, and certainly at this level could do very, very well. So it could be money well spent. Uh, in fact, this probably, if if this comes off, this could be probably the most exciting signing yeah. of, the, of the pre-season. I think, I think, it's, I think if, if we it can comes get, off. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I think if we get him in, then... You know, it's. Uh, I think Ipswich fancied him as well, didn't yeah, they? So potentially, but it's whether I think he's based northwest, so it's whether you want to. It's a hell of a trip down there, isn't it? Mm. So hopefully we've got that going for us. I did have to go on a tractor. See what, what? I did there. Right on that note, let's move on to club news. Oh, this is flying by, 50 minutes in. Um, right, so I've just noted down some club news, things that have been kind of going on for the past two weeks. We have covered some of it, so we'll just try and rattle through these. Um, first thing, season ticket holds go free, and Jim, uh, DW Jim, just put that in. It's a great initiative we've just discussed. Um, pitch looking magnificent, ditto training ground, discussed. Changing room refurb. Oh, this is another one. Um, the 5th of August, open training session announced at Bloomfield Road this Monday. Uh, coming Monday at ten thirty, another great initiative by the club just to get people interested and introduce the the, the, the community to the the players. Yeah, I'm, gl- I'm glad to see this because we were originally going to do it uh, during the Easter holidays um, when when we were in the uh, in receivership, and for reasons I don't need to go into, it it it, it couldn't happen uh, when we wanted it to, and, and and I thought it was a great great way of reconnecting, particularly particularly with those. Younger fans mm. um, who, who who really want to when they come want to almost feel like they know the players they're watching and yeah. they perhaps don't really yet. And uh, for me, it's uh, it really is a fantastic uh, little initiative that I'd like to see us repeat on a regular regular basis. So I'm going to try and nip out of work. I think <laughs> go, and see, go go and be a big kid myself. I think. Yeah, well, like you say, it's it's getting the kids interested again, isn't it? And over the past four or five years, we've you know, potentially lost that generation, mm. and we've now got the opportunity to get them back, and this is a great way of doing it. 
Um, yeah, so um, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll I'll report back at the, at the next podcast about mm-hmm. how that goes on. While we wait for John to come back, um, I know one of the things mm-hmm. he's got uh, marked down here, which I, I was quite shocked when I heard this, actually, was about uh, Kevin Stonehouse passing away at the age of 59, yeah. which is no very, age, no, is it? very sudden. I don't know. I don't know what 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 the what the story is behind that, but obviously for for those of a certain vintage, um, <laughs> Kevin was. Uh, I think he, I'm, kind of Paul Stewart era, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure he played. I might. I might have it got, I got it wrong. I can't remember whether he played when we played City in the Cup in '84. Was that a little bit later? Yeah. It might have it been sounds, a bit later, yeah. actually. A little bit later, but he's. You know, he was. He was a no nonsense centre forward, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm re- really, really sad to hear that. Yeah. And. Um, Condolences to his family. Absolutely, yeah. Where do we get to then? Unless Tim, um, we've done accounts released. Uh, Tim or ODB to Chris Walker to summarise. I think. Yeah, it's a bit too meaty to go on about at this t- stage, isn't it? I'm not. I'll be honest, because yeah. of my uh, movements this week, work-wise and everything, I've I've not even looked at them. It's um, it's it's almost like a historic document, really. Isn't it, it is, and it, yeah, that's the thing. Now, it it not that it doesn't mean anything, but it used to. It used to, and we. It we all a, used to not look forward to, to it coming out, but it yeah. was because it used to wind you up. But yeah. we're in a different place now. It's yeah. kind of like, well, it is what it is, but we know it's going to be very different going I, forward. I think, I think, what, I think the, 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 the little bit nugget I took out of it probably was, because Kiri Maguire did a bit of a piece on it, didn't he? Mm. And, and, and uh, Matt Scrafton spoke to him, was that um, the, the, the not a penny more was really kicking in. It was like the, yeah. the loss had gone to over three million yeah. um, gross of... Player sales, so it was mm. only p- the player sales yeah. of pots and um, yeah, uh, I forgot who the other one was now. Um, the, that guy went to QPR, um, it, it, that just pulled it back, and and but the loss was still about 1.8 million, yeah. I think. So, but yeah, it is, it's, it's, it's almost like a historic document, and you sort of like put it in the dust, put it in the um cupboard, and, and it'll be gathering dust now because mm. it's it's one of those things that the club had to deal with because yeah. it's a share purchase by Simon. Mm. Um, so the obligation to file those accounts rest, effectively rests with, well, it initially rested with us and then rested with him. Yeah. Um, and yeah, but it's, um, I, I generally think, I'm, I've no interest really in going into them any no. further. It's, it's, it's look forward, not back, isn't it? Mm. I think final under no need to scrutinise. Yeah. Um, yeah, so other pieces of news. Jimmy Ryan released to Rochdale, no surprises there. He's gone really, a decent player, but too injury prone. Yeah, if he, if he could have stayed fit, he'd, He'd be with us probably and um, be in the team every week. Mm. So it's one of those you'd probably almost offer him a pay as you play. Um, but I think I think well maybe maybe the deal offered was something like that yeah. again. I, I, I wasn't involved, but I think what happened was Blackpool got a good year out of him the first year he was here, mm. and then nothing the second year. Yeah. And 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 Fleetwood had him previously, and I think they'd had a very similar Sim- experience. Yeah. So it's a gamble, then, isn't it, to, to give somebody another contract yeah. and you might not they might not <coughs> kick a ball for you. Um, so it's frustrating a little bit that we haven't really seen him play at the level that that, that we know, that we've heard he could. Do. Yeah, um, those of us who didn't get the chance to watch him, but yeah, we've, again, we've moved on. Um, mm. I think we've got some exciting recruits. I, I think I think Matty Virtue is going to have a great season this year, and um, I, you know, and um, I'm, I'm hoping that that we're going to have so many different options in midfield, as as um, as was said by Abel, that it's going to be interesting to see how that pans out. Yeah, and this is the thing: it's for us, it's getting to know the players again, isn't it? Because obviously yeah. we went towards the end of last season, but we were still in a bit of a daydream then, and um, you know, we've got to we've got to get get to know the players again, which is an exciting thing to look forward yeah. to. 
I mean, even the players who all played last season, we didn't really know who they were either. So you're kind of getting used to the to them as well. Yeah. So it's like two a batch of two new players. Um, what was going to say then, Jimmy Ryan? Come on, brain. Can't remember. Oh, that was it. It had just been interesting to have uh, read Abel's opinion on Jimmy Ryan before we signed him. <laughs> I, bet, I bet he'd have called all that, would he? He would. He would. Get him on would, would he have been, I don't think he'd have been higher than a two out of five, <laughs> no. would he? No. I think he'd have called him a croc and uh, would have improved his point, I think. Right, um, this is a very contentious one, the Charlie Adams saga. Um, my opinion on, of this is, I don't, li- I don't like how it all played out. Um mm. You know, with him going to AFC Fylde, he must have known the kind of reaction and the t- tongues that have, would have started wagging sitting next to the director. Um, it kind of leaves a bit of a... I don't know, it, it was also for me like Charlie Adam was touting himself to Rangers on Twitter, then to Blackburn. Mm. Then he was tweeting a lot about Blackpool. So, you know, the, all the stuff we've been through the last four years, it would have been a huge boost to have signed him. And I think he he kind of played everyone off a bit, all these other clubs. And um, it just, it really kind of, uh, what's the word? I know, well, it just annoyed me that he went to mm. to the likes of Reading for a few extra quid. I mean, we're not privy to the, the deal, but it well, can't we're not, be that and, much. Well, you don't know. I mean, if it was, you know, let's say it was five grand a week over... Ten grand or whatever. Yeah. Over over twelve months, it adds up, doesn't it? And this is probably his last move. It, it does, though. Where you he's know, going to be earning that sort yeah. of money. And people do say that, but he's been on a six-year Premier League contract, and if you've not got enough money by then, I mean, well, you've got to be a bit of a or idiot, he, or you've got to be really. He, he's, yeah. he wants to still play at the highest level he can. I don't know. I think it's it is. It's one of those we were all pinning our hopes on it, but again, I think let's look forward and not back and, and mm. move on from it. It was probably 12 months too early for both of us. I think if it was this time next year, he's a year older. Um, it kind of... We, it, we've yeah. we've probably not got as much to spend off the pitch, so budget-wise we might have been in a better position in 12 months' time. It, you know, it might have happened, but it's it's one of those things. I think we, with the money we were probably offering him, you could maybe get a couple more players in for that so I think that, I you think look that, at the positives I, I suspect that's the way the board's looked at it because so you all, know all your eggs in one basket you, bit, you know and if Charlie'd got injured first game of the season like Jimmy Ryan did and you didn't see him again yeah then then you know you've got to remain competitive and it's not it's not just a case of you can well you can go out and buy another player because you've mm. got to think about financial fair play and you've got to think about you've also got to think when you when you when you if you go into a deal like that you've got to think about the impact on the rest of the squad mm. Um, so, um, listen, uh, I, I what, think... What's he offered a deal? Do you, do you know? I, I, I don't know, is the short, no. is the short answer. Um, you know, there was, there was, there was a lot of speculation on, on, on the forums, wasn't there? But I've never, I've, I've never at any point in my involvement, um, at Blackpool been involved in, in player recruitment or any discussions about players. It's just not, I've tended to get involved in the capital project, so... Mm. And to a certain degree, it's better that way, and then yeah. you don't, you don't, you're not, um, you don't, you're not privy. To, you don't get the likes of us coming. Yeah. Say, Come on, Tim, yeah. like, oh, what's going on here? You don't, you don't, you don't, you don't get, you don't get compromised. <laughs> tell us off air. Yeah. <laughs> so well, um, I actually do just tell us off air. <laughs> but I'm generally, I think, uh, I, I think it's probably the right thing for everybody at the end. Um, I think there's a there's probably a certain romanticism about it coming back. But yeah, it's heart overhead, isn't it? A bit, and it, it's probably the right thing, but. You know, the, the people saying there'd be a boost on season tickets and that, all that sort of thing, and, and there may well have been, but 
let's let's look to the future. I think mm. it did it did irk me though the way he was carried on on Twitter or you know just mentioning Blackpool constantly and it gets people's hopes up. And I think that's quite a poor form to be honest. So he's gone down in my estimations. Anyway, uh, enough about that. So we're on an hour now. Uh, thoughts for the forthcoming season. Thoughts for Bristol Rovers. We've got a match to preview and we've got a match to look forward to. Isn't it? Amazing. We have, and you know there'll be a there'll be a decent following from uh, Bristol, probably about fifteen hundred. Mm. So that should help with the atmosphere. Um, obviously, I think they beat us. Was it about six nil or something on aggregate last season? I think we had a yeah. couple of tonkins, yeah. didn't sister, we? So. Sister went to Bristol. Yeah, she she loves yeah. Bristol. So. I think it was the first away game as well after after the uh, after the, the we took over as the interim board. And uh, Ben went down there on his own, and uh, we got yeah. tonked three 0 I thought, well, what a good decision not to go there. <laughs> Although I think the lad who scored the hat trick is a, a doubt for them on Saturday. Right. He's had a, a minor operation over the summer, and their manager said he he's back training, but I think literally just started this week. So Saturday might be too early. So fingers crossed no, it is too good. early for him. Um, but it's just it's nice could, to be talking any, about, it, yeah. isn't it? Anything and could happen in the game, couldn't it? Yeah, three all. I think the inter- I think the interesting three thing, all. Yeah, that'll be a good game. The interesting for me is that everybody's buzzing you and texting yeah, you saying yeah, where, yeah. where are you going on Saturday, yeah, which yeah. which pub are you going into, where, which 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 uh, block are you in, yeah. And people are genuinely excited, a little bit like the South End yeah. in a way, isn't it? In yeah. That, um, uh, and I think I just I think it's going to be a tremendous occasion. There's going to be we maybe don't have, have as quite as many in the South End, but I think the atmosphere will be as good. It'd be yeah. good to have a five figure crowd, regardless. I don't I don't think there's any doubt that it's going right. to be five figures to me. I, my yeah. go, if I was having a punt now, I'm going to say just under twelve thousand. Yeah, I think it'll be around yeah. about That'd that. Be great. Um, I did put out to the the listener base, but where do you think Blackpool finish? And I've asked people their opinions, and I'm sorry, but we've run out of time now. <laughs> it's kind of over an hour. So there's still quite a lot to get through there, so I'll cut that and we'll maybe do it another day. Um, so just very briefly, um, I asked people where do you think we'll finish. Got a nice little pie chart here. Um, 52% said playoffs, 40% top half. And I can't see the numbers on the small slice of pie. Very small have said bottom half. Um, no uh, no one else has said relegation. So there's, I think people are realistic there in their expectations, aren't they? Um, top half finish. Gonna be, it's going to be a funny player. division this year because we, we've obviously got we don't we've got this uncertainty over Berry and I can I can generally see mm. the risk of them not even playing playing this season. And what Bolton a shame well. after that little banner they uh, raised for <laughs> us at your gig line. Yeah. You won't want that on a club though. No, it's just I, th- a, I think a small it's section of fans. Co- a couple of idiots in there yeah. and and uh, and yeah, you've, you know Berry are like a, a proper old club, aren't yeah. they? You know they've been around. Well, it's a good away day as well. Mm. I look forward. It's one you look forward to, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, and there's the uncertainty over Bolton as well, um, and uh, I think I, I, I would be personally I would be surprised if we're in the bottom half. Mm. Uh, and you know, have, have they with, both my po- with my with my with not with my able head on, <laughs> with my <laughs> positive head, uh, you'd like to think that we'll be we'll be nudging towards the playoffs yeah. and that we'll, that we'll have an interesting season. I don't I don't think we're possibly this year going to. Do a Luton and run away with it or anything mm. like that, but because I think again, you look, you look around. There's, the, there's some good teams in there, but I'd, mm. I'd like to think we're going to be in the mix. I mean, we finished tenth, so we've improved the squad, haven't we? So yeah. you know, on that alone, you'd like to think we'd do better than tenth. Yeah, there's there's every chance. I just think you know, bearing in mind, like I said, what's going off the pitch and and what needs to be done, we do need to try and remain um, relatively patient about it. And I think top ten, you know, would be great. And if we can 
get that momentum going with the home atmosphere and sneak into the playoffs, then you know, all good. But I think certainly top half, top ten is uh, you know. So stick your neck out. What's the exact prediction? Eighth. Tim. Sixth. I'll go fifth. So we're in the prior. So and on that note, let's just start winding up. Um, so when's we, we've only got a game next Saturday, haven't we? We, we haven't got a midweek game, have we? Uh, we we've got we have um, we've the next the uh, we're, we're South End away next Saturday, and right. then we've got Macclesfield at home. I think on Tuesday on night. Tuesday, yeah. Right. But then Oxford at home on the Saturday. Right. So I think we'll come back next week then, shall we? Just to review Squeeze the day. I think it's got in. to be done, hasn't it? Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, we'll we'll we'll, come, we'll definitely come back next week. More, we'll, we'll have an able head on. Or an maybe we should head. maybe we should get able on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like the cut of his jib. I want to know where he gets all this information from. Be interested to see what he thinks of the uh, initial performance. Anyway, so um, yeah, all remains to be said is thanks for downloading, thanks for listening, and up the pool, up the pool, up the pool. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.